following podcast contains strong language, adult themes, and sexual content. Viewers be advised, this show is rad. Loosely Canon Podcast does not own any of these stories or properties. All characters and stories shared on this show are fictional, and any likeness to real people or situations are coincidental. Welcome to what is probably the most special episode we have done yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be a night of honors, accolades, synonyms. We are going to have the very first ever and probably going to be, I don't know how often we're going to do it. Uh, gonna... I assume this is going to be a time-honored event. But we're going to have the very first ever Zesty Awards. And you may be sitting thinking, what are the Zesties? Well... We were sitting here thinking, you know, we've had so many great fanfics and we've only surely done like 12 episodes so far, but we think like we need to like sit down for a second and just have a moment to appreciate all the amazing things we have read and that have been sent to us. And so we have 10 categories and we are going to give awards today for the Zesties. Yeah. 10 categories that we came up with ourselves. Uh, authors, if you are, you know, all of our previous authors, if you're listening to this episode, stay tuned because you may win a Zesty Award. Now, what you're going to receive physically is nothing. But emotionally, I assume the gifts from this will last you a lifetime. Yes, exactly. And you can show it to your grandkids and, you know, spread the podcast that way. Yeah, yeah. You can have uh, your your granddaughter or grandson or, or whatever can can ask you, what is your greatest achievement in life? And number one on there, you can say, you know what? I won the Zesty Award for best fanfic writing. And I think that's just going to be something that sticks with you forever. But also, if you don't want to do that, you could totally spread the podcast right now in the present with your friends and all that. Yeah, that I mean, also obviously, works too. obviously you want to do that first, right? Because the more people who listen, the more your Zesty Award is worth. Exactly. This is like Bitcoin, except we definitely don't have monetary value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is a night of a lot of extreme like extravagance. Uh, we're dressed special for this occasion. Uh-huh. I am dressed like a bum. And I am in my work uniform. And one of us might slap the other. Yeah. Fantastic. My cats are paying great attention. Yeah, um, we have had an eventful evening getting this recording up. We've already broken a chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when we cats started. Have, uh, cats have attacked us. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, I got clawed by my cat, and and uh, the original chair I was sitting in uh, broke. Quite spectacularly. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and we've had some audio issues, so, I mean, there's been a couple of things, and but we're... We're doing it now. What we're trying to say is the Zesties are a time of professionalism. (laughs) (laughs) But let's get started, okay? I want to start off our first category, and this is going to be best plot twist. Now, it's kind of difficult to establish a plot twist in a fanfic. That's at least the ones we read where it's not like multi-chapter, hundreds of thousands of words. Mm -hmm. But we're just going with what surprised us the most. 
I want you to go ahead and start for us, Q. What is your biggest plot twist for what we have so far? Number one plot twist for me is Freeze's vagina. Really? Freeze's yeah. vagina. Freeze's vagina. I, I don't know why I wasn't expecting um I wasn't expecting Frieza to have a vagina. I really wasn't. And it got me, really, it got me. I was like I was I was stumped. Did did you learn things about yourself? I learned some things about myself. And on top of Frieza's vagina also, another one was Frieza's son. Yes, Kariza. Kariza. That that was probably the biggest like plot twist for me. Uh, as far as all the ones we've we've read so far, so does that make Frieza a daddy or because he the whatever Kriza refers to Frieza as a daddy? I mean, whatever he wants to be called, that's true, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, whatever pronoun he, he he chooses. Well, I mean, that's a title. I mean, yes, but yeah. My per, my question is: Does Yamcha call Frieza daddy or mommy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I mean they're they're both daddy. I'm sure. So I'm actually surprised. I thought we were going to have the same plot twist. Mine is the Lawussy. A Lawussy? Yes. I'm, of course, referring to <laughs> Fit for a King's revelation that not only is Luigi going to have sex with Bowser, but Bowser is literally going to fuck Lu- Luigi in his vagina. <laughs> uh, I I think the only reason why the Lawussy didn't get me as much as the Frussy did is because there was actually good writing and lead up to the Lewisi. Sure. Um where it was like, you know, the the scars like they they lead they hinted. Yeah, they they hint they hint it to you. Um and the frisky was kind of just a surprise. It was just kind of there, you know? Mhm. It's a special special little surprise for me. So, uh yeah, and I I guess maybe a little part of it was also um as a as a kid I grew up more with Dragon Ball Z than I ever did Mario. Fair, sure. So I think that might have played a little bit of a role in the surprise. Well, let's let's talk about you said you mentioned writing, so let's talk about best lead up. So we know what most of our fanfics lead up into. Uh-huh. Yeah. I wanna say like eighty percent of them, ninety percent of them. <laughs> yeah. Um so what is the best lead up, the best foreplay, if you will, getting us ready for the moment. Well, uh, you you do first. You go first since I went first last. Oh, time. thank you. I was going to do it anyways. <laughs> so for me, my best lead up is from the Ginger Rose community. If Hux could kill, okay, I think that one had the best. Like they they established the premise. They got into establishing the characters. They gave them a like a plot device to you know, work through, which is of course like being hunted by a bounty hunter. Yes. And, you know, all that tension leads up to the actual, you know, bing, bang, boom. Okay, yeah. And I I really appreciate that. They even established a brand new planet for us. Yeah. And and new characters, I thought it was was fantastic. I enjoyed that setting. Yeah, I wasn't really thinking too much about the whole, um, whenever I chose mine, I wasn't thinking too much about the whole, you know, new planet you know the bounty hunter thing all of that 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 wasn't really my thinking but i i understand yeah definitely okay sure well what was your thing what'd you pick well i i i thought more about the romance side of it like the best lead up like best character kind of so you were looking for love i was looking for like character develop like the the romance development part and so i chose as loud as you need to sugar Okay. Our inaugural episode, the first, our pilot. Yeah. 
I think we've really got the essence of whiskey. I think we really got uh, the, the the female reader insert kind of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I felt like they created a bond there. And it was. You know, bond... she found her sugar daddy. Yeah. And the and bond. his faux leather couch. <laughs> and the bond was created in, in the lead up. You know, the the drinking at the bar and then switching scenes to, to go to the, the apartment. And I just, I thought it was really cool. Speaking of scenes. So you mentioned uh, whiskey's apartment, which um, we know <laughs> yeah. is a varying levels of ritziness. Yeah. But also um, settings in general. So where, what kind of world or area did, had your most like attention has in all of our readings that we've done. Which what's your best scene? Best setting? Nerevar. 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 The heart chamber is open to you, Nerevar. Yeah, the heart chamber. Uh you know, I think that was the best setting. We didn't it, they didn't talk too much about the heart chamber and all that stuff in the writing. But we know what it is. But we know what it is. We did our research. Because we did <laughs> The longest 10 minute video of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did our research and I liked the setting. Um, you know, I'm a big RPG guy. The whole, you know, the whole fantasy setting just, just really got me. So that, I think that was my favorite setting. And uh, nothing says draw, driving the mongrel dogs from the empire, <laughs> like banging inside of a magic stone golem. A hundred percent. So mine, and I am so happy I get to bring this one up first to you because I I want to talk about pain and pleasure. I want to talk uh, about how Shishia and Ragi find each other before the final death match and they get it on. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to come up later. <laughs> I, I won't lie. Frankly, the scene, like the actual like set setting that they're in is very mundane. I think they're like, it's just dilapidated Tokyo building or not Tokyo, but. Shibuya. Shibuya, yeah. Which is in Tokyo. They had that, and I thought, yeah, you know, it's it's a little normal to be in, like, a office setting, but I thought it was interesting because it's actually a place where they both can, like, hypothetically have met up before the final death game. Yeah. And it makes sense in the canon. I think in the canon, okay. Shishia did get his back blown out by Naragi. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> and the no. Ace of Spades watched. Uh, and that's why I also want to talk about the most unique settings that we have. The most unique settings? Yeah. Most unique overall. So we're talking story, uh, setting, holes that were used that you didn't really think about. What was the most unique for you? Unique. Uh, the most unique... And I took this as, because we, we wrote it on as most unique. I took it as more of a most unique uh, character couple. Yeah, that works. That definitely and works. And I chose the Nick Cage, Pedro Pascal. Um, okay. And the reason why is because I never thought, like, I, like most of the ships that we've had, I'm like, they make sense to me, you know, they they show up in the same sort of, you know, universe most of the time and you know you kind of see it coming. This one I had never seen that movie. <laughs> I I had never you know, in my normal day-to-day walking around, I don't think of Nick Cage fucking Pedro Pascal. You know, I can see where you got that, but, I, but as someone who has watched that movie, 
It makes total sense. <laughs> I saw that one coming a mile away. I literally saw the title and the tag, and I was like, oh, they're fucking. Yeah. I mean, I just never thought of those two as a couple. So, I mean, that that's the one that's most unique to me. So, I think my most unique, and it's literally the one I thought of when I came up with the category, which is, I trust you. It's Yamsha. It's Frieza. <laughs> I never would have guessed that in a million years. I get it, yeah. By the way, after publishing the podcast, I found this artist who did amazing drawings of like Frieza Yamcha <laughs> stuff, and I kind of love it. <laughs> I honestly, I mean, yeah, I mean, Yamcha's like the nervous, like, ooh, that's the second for me. That's like that was the runner-up. It's an amazing runner-up to have. I'll be honest. Yeah, it was good competition. But it was something that genuinely surprised me, and I it was enjoyable. What what, what category do we have next, Q? Uh, I think best one-liner. Okay, so... This one gave me the most trouble, by the way. It did. It did for me, too, because there's a lot of great moments in all of our stories. And it's also, like, not only is there a lot of great moments, a lot of great one-liners, we're also so far removed from some of our episodes, it's hard to, like remember exactly what was said word yes. for word, you know? Uh, but what do you have for one-liner? I have, I've selected three because, or I'm going to bring up three because I- I like I, that you said that because I also selected for, three. Because I cannot choose. Yeah. I, I cannot uh-huh. pick. Yeah. There is a one-liner from the Echoes of Stars, and you are going to have to forgive me because I do not remember it because I don't speak Arabic. Okay. Oh, okay. But it's the final line that Post Malone says right. to Jonathan. Yeah, it was something like and um, it's something so goddamn sweet. It's like until, until I until, see until I meet you again, my beloved. Yeah, it was something like until the moon sees the stars again, or, or yes. so, like something similar to that. And I thought it that was super romantic. Yeah, I, I loved it, it. and yeah. I. Don't know, because the author also made an mention. I don't know if that's the correct Arabic way of saying it. Yeah. But I remember reading that, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. That's nice. I do remember that was like a super romantic line, yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one I want to mention uh, is from a fan's request. It's from a fan's request. Okay. I blanked for a second. It's, call me Nick. <laughs> call me Nick. <laughs> really? That's one of your best one-liners. Well, it's it's mostly because what he follows it with. He says, call me Nick. It's strange if you're going to suck my dick, but not call me by my name. <laughs> I remember that, yeah. And I remember that line was like, it was so hilarious, but it was so on brand <laughs> yeah, that's true. for that character. I was like, yeah, I can see him saying that. <laughs> and the other one is uh, actually from last week's um, I trust you. There is a scene where Yamsha is walking Frieza home and he's like, yeah, who cares? You're evil, man. Like everyone's got their own opinion. <laughs> everyone's got their own stuff going on. And I thought that was hilarious and also simultaneously incredibly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. And I'm actually really looking forward to hearing your one-liners because I actually want to hear you say these lines. So I, the first one, and I think if I was going to put them in a, in a tier list, this is going to be like uh, the best, like smooth one liner. Okay. And I can't really remember exactly what was said. It was kind of just the whole ambiance of the character, really. And that was uh, as loud as you need to sugar, mm. 
uh, Pedro Pascal as Whiskey. Yes. That author put so many good one-liners. Oh, yeah. No, there was, to- there was a lot going on and there. And I, I remember like a lot of it was just a lot of what was going on was really smooth. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember. There was one part where it was like, you know, oh, you're not going to need to do any of that. Like, it, it was, yeah. Well, she was like, "Are you trying to get me drunk?" And he was like, "That's not have the." To. He's like, "That's not the way I operate." And also, I don't need to get you drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, damn. Like, not only is he a gentleman, but he's smooth. Uh, so yeah, I think that that would probably be a whiskey would be up there. Another one I put, and so the other two one-liners that I chose. I chose them because they just, I think they've probably made me laugh the hardest. Sure. Out of all the episodes we've done. And you brought up, you brought up the one that I hate the most, but also I can't not hate. Yeah. Is um, with Chishia. And Naragi. And Naragi. When Naragi is in the middle of banging Chishia and he just says, fuck Shia. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, that would just make yeah. you laugh so hard. Fuck he hates Shia. Him. He hates him, but he gave him a nickname. Um, That one and in our most recent episode where uh, Yamcha asks, did I just, and Frieza goes, make me climax. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you did. <laughs> So I think those are, those are my all-time favorite one-liners. Oh, and I would be remiss to talk about our favorite one-liners, but also not talk about the things that kind of made us turn a bit. So it's really difficult to make smut, and when you're not expecting it, it can hit you pretty hard because, uh-huh. guys, we're not professionals necessarily. We don't necessarily have the most sterile of environments or attitudes towards this stuff. But uh, when you're reading it out of the blue and it just uh, hits you out of nowhere, uh, some of these hit pretty hard. So I want to say my most gut-wrenching thing that I suddenly read was the uh, moment in a fan's request. And it's right when they're about to get it on. This is the only time we have ever cut before sex actually happened <laughs> in one of our stories. And it's the scene where Pedro Pascal pulls down Nick Cage's pants, sees his underwear, and sees that there's a stain, and he licks the stain. I remember now. And I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. Oh, you know, you're making me want to redo this one. (laughs) You're usually my litmus test for when we have to stop or Uh like adjust. Yeah. That was the first time where I was like, Oh yeah. no! Yeah, ooh, yeah. That was a that one was a big oof. Not gonna lie. So what what did you think was yours? I mean, so ultimately, I had I had two. Uh, one was the most gut wrenching to witness or to hear about, simply off of the characters, and that was Chishia Naragi. Because yes. God, I hate Naragi, and I love Chisia's character, and that was really gut wrenching to hear, <laughs> to to listen to occur. Um, but ultimately, I think as far as the like the gut wrenching sex acts, um, I went with Baoiji. Oh, okay, really? And nothing more than the seventeen inch cock, <laughs> the seventeen inch cock, and eleven the inch diameter, eleven inch diameter, and the you know what? Even though it didn't happen, 
the mason jar put certain visuals in my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I honestly think that was probably the most gut wrenching, uh, gut wrenching one. Not that it was bad, but it, 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 it made me do a couple double takes. There. Yeah. <laughs> so now we, we've talked a little about the good. We've talked about, um, some of the surprising, I want to make a mention of what we think has been the most well-written fanfic. You are my resident writer. You're the one who enjoys writing the most. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to let you take this category off. Echoes of Stars. You know, that was in one of my top ones as well. Uh I really like that one. What, What was your favorite part of it? I think what I really enjoyed about Echoes of Stars is they 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 showed something in a new light that we've never really thought about before. I think they had a really cool theme where, you know, the lover's words was put somewhere on the body. Mm-hmm. And it was it was almost like we knew what these characters were going to say because we, we just recently watched the movie. Uh-huh. We knew what was going to happen, and yet I experienced every scene like it was brand new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just based off of that, it was a new perspective on it. Exactly. So that I think that part uh, was what really like just got me. Like I, I really enjoyed the writing that was done in in Echoes of Stars. I think Echoes of Stars did something that is probably the most admirable out of like some fanfics is that it took the established canon and worked around it. Like it saw that it had a template and made up its own scenes, added to some of the other ones. Right. Did it in a way that adds new context and layers to what we already know. Yeah. And and the author, you t- you can tell she did research on, you know, Arabic and some of the other stuff. Like it, it you know, uh they weren't playing, so I, I, I enjoyed it. I already mentioned uh, the lead up that I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed If Hux Could Kill. I liked their setting and just overall like how things developed in it that was my that was gonna be my second choice and i I know they've actually made like several of Uh these fix yeah and if you have the chance um definitely check them out on twitter they just got done with their annual ginger rose week where every day they did like i think one day i saw they had like a cyberpunk theme another day was like a western like film noir so just different settings, and they wrote fanfics based on that. You know, I'm I'm actually going to jump here, sure, um, and skip our next category to go to the one after that. All right, uh, best ship. I chose the, the Ginger Rose community. You know, this one I was so torn on because I agree, Ginger Rose has been fantastic. Yeah, we love them. And I, but I was also like, man, I have never seen a more random response than the Bow Luigi people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I'm so unbelievably torn. But then I remember all the now in our feed we permanently have like sexy Bowser pics. Yeah. <laughs> which are both amazing and also like <laughs> wow, this is sticking. Yeah, this is actually you know, so let me tell you a little bit about why I chose Ginger Rose for the best ship. All right. And it was almost no contest. And I think it was because when we went over Ginger Rose, I remember when they were like, "Yeah, it's it's General Hux and Rose Tico," and I was like, "There's no fu- like, there's no there's way. no way." Um, and then when we started 
talking to the Ginger Rose community and they started explaining a little bit like behind behind the scenes and like exactly why the 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 ship started and why everyone gets into it. I fully wholeheartedly ship it now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, no, I am it is, I am on board with it. It is it is the only time where I've someone has actually said actually the ship is like legit that I've actually gotten into it and i'm like you know what it is 100 percent legit like this is a cool ship yeah move over raylo i i actually want the uh, can we make ginger rose cannon yeah for bring real. hux back to life and make it happen yeah honestly i would love that it is an oddly compelling one and i agree i love the ginger rose community so i i'm actually i think this is, this is gonna be one of our probably only ones that we both agree on yeah but ginger rose best ship yeah. Honorable mention to the Bowiji. Bowiji. Yeah. I still love the picture where <laughs> Bowser is just like a really buff dad in a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> with ice cream yeah. with Luigi. Yeah, for real. Yeah, I, I've honestly yeah the Ginger Rose community, and it's this is the be- one of the best communities we've. Um, yes, definitely they are really awesome, and it was really special getting to work with them. Oh yeah, we talked about best ship, so relationships, right? And man, when you take all these ingredients that we've put together today, <laughs> when you take like lead up, you take setting, you take the one liners, you take the ship and you mix it all together. Not our best award by any means, but I think it's probably one of our most prolific, which we're going to have our best sex award. The best sex. The best written out doing the deed. Who does sex better? Who did the sex the best <laughs> and who gets it? And I'm going to start off by saying it's Bow Luigi. Bowser and Luigi both get it. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I'll have to agree. <laughs> and you know what? It's for several reasons. And I'm going to tell you right now. I feel like I'm a sports commentator. Like I'm arguing for this. Like I'm talking <laughs> about like a team. It's because not only is it a developing relationship, they take time to talk to each other. There is affirming consent. They communicate in the bedroom. Yeah, they do. And you know what? You made a joke about the mason jar, but you know what? I like that they brought it out, and I love that it was respectful because <laughs> they brought out toys, and it was safe and healthy. I get, yeah, I get it. And you know, I think that's beautiful. I chose something a little different, but I mean, I, I kind of have to agree with you. So wait, I'm curious. So you agree with me, but you have a different pick. So what's your best sax? I mean, before I me mean, to clarify a little bit before I, I reveal what the best sex is, uh, the sex part is usually where I almost kind of mentally check out because I'm not a hundred percent in tune with uh, one of my best dear friends reading smut to me to my face. And, uh, and so, yeah, we do it every single <laughs> and yeah, week. Yeah, we do it every week. So um, I'm not used to it. I don't think I'm ever really going to get used to it. So, Ouch. <laughs> so, I mean, no, that makes it great because it's a new experience every week. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, it's almost like I get ready for the funnies once the sex starts. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done with my jokes. Now it's time for the funnies to occur. So I chose Tucker Carlson and the Eminem only because they take a a very specific kink, which is like domination, BD, light BDSM and all that kind of the stuff. BDSM and M? BDSM and M. 
they portray it in a, I think, a, you know, a somewhat accurate light, I guess. So, you know, I, I think that that's the one I chose for that reason. But I can see why Bowie G is also like up there. And honestly, this is, you know, there was one, it was one of those things where the greatest one liner, it was really hard for me to choose among all the great one liners. But for the greatest sex, it was really hard for me to choose because everything seemed like super equal to me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like there's some like inferred stuff. Like, you can talk about Echoes of Stars at the end they, of the story. Evie and O'Connell and, definitely and Rick, get yeah. on. Definitely get on. Yeah, yeah, they felt. And it I mean, is it, tasteful. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely. But you also have Heartless with um, Dagoth Ur and the Neverine, where ejaculation never occurred, and we had to, <laughs> we yeah. had to improv our own scene. Top ten weirdest moments for me, easily. I enjoy it. I I'm still I'm sticking with my guns. I think Bowiji had the best one. Okay, it was the. And I can't believe I'm saying this, the healthiest dynamic. <laughs> That's actually true. It is. It was the healthiest dynamic. The least healthy was Chishia. Uh, Chishia Naragi. Chishia yes. Naragi. Oh, God, I hated it so much. <laughs> Talking about favorites, we have to get to our favorite fanfic award, our personal favorites. I had a really tough time choosing. It was really tough for me. I don't want to go first. I'm going to let that go to you. <laughs> you suffer. Go. Okay, so how about this? We both go through a couple honorable mentions before we mention the number one. Sure. Honorable mention goes to Ginger Rose, if Hux could kill. Uh, I, I'm just, is this like, is this tiered in any way? Is this like, I, I don't think it's, up? I don't think it's tiered in any way. Okay. I, th- I think, so honorable mention is that one because of the community. Because of the way the writing was done, you know, the, the OC bounty hunter was cool. and Still haven't gotten fan art of her. Yeah, the fact that Star Wars is, by large, one of my favorite fandoms in existence. I mean, I love Star Wars, right? I, I, I can't get enough of it, really. Another honorable mention, Bowiji. I think you nailed the voice. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I, I liked how it was, like, sweet. And, and sensitive and like a healthy relationship while also being extremely funny. So yeah, I, I think honorable mention those two. So I'm going to agree. Uh, honorable mention is definitely fit for a king. Loved it. You know, it had the funnies. It had the ridiculous, but unironically, kind of a healthy relationship, which yeah, is really yeah, weird yeah, yeah. to say of a giant father breathing um, turtle. Who's the evil person of his like And world. a green plumber. Yep. And then... I also want to give an honorable mention to Echoes of Stars. Yeah. You know, it's been so long since we've done that episode, but you also have to understand, that's the only, like, it was when we were trying things out for the first time. It's the only fanfic we've dedicated multiple episodes to. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was because there was just a lot there, and we loved the source material a lot, so it's a little biased on my part to yeah. put it above some of the others, but I, I really liked Echoes of Stars. Your number one Number one favorite fic, and you might have known this already, and that's because of just who I am as a person, but our listeners might not know me as well. <laughs> uh, Tucker Carlson and the Eminem. Yep. Favorite. Yeah. And the, the listeners might not know me as well, but you know that I am very in tune to politics and the political atmosphere. Yes, we both are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we basically listen to the same people, and, you know... 
People can infer exactly what my politics are based on what we do here on this show. I loved that episode. (laughs) I absolutely, I loved recording it. I loved listening to it. I honestly, if you guys go to our Twitter page and you see any posts that was made about Tucker Carlson, it was probably me who who, who actually. The only time I've ever seen you make Twitter posts is when I would come home and you'd be like, hey, I just did another Tucker Carlson (laughs) tweet. I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I I literally am. We added him. Why? I, I, I love Okay, I don't want to say I love politics, but it's it's something that really interests me. It's like the one of the most interesting things that like I do on a daily basis that I'm kind of like into. So, you know, I just thought, I thought it was really funny. And I'm looking forward it's to It's a classic. And I know we have a couple others like that we want to do that we've kind of, you know, we haven't gotten any traction from a lot of authors that do these kind of stuff, but definitely I'm looking forward to doing more like that. Well, my number 1 I don't think it's going to be a surprise if you've been paying attention to the way I've been giving out <laughs> awards. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Ginger Rose community if Hux could kill. From start to finish, it is its own story. It fits in a canon. And it's just enjoyable. And it kind of reinvigorated some of my enjoyment that I feel like you and I both went into the new trilogy really excited yeah, and it left us both really sour. So having a perspective and a community like show us a new way of looking at characters and a new possibility for how they not only interacted but who they are, amazing. Like mm-hmm. you can't get better than that. That's what fanfic is for. Yep, and that's that's why they were on my honorable mention, really. Because I mean, if we were, I mean, if I was less interested in politics. Uh, Ginger Rose was probably going to be the winner. Um, But, you know, just by nature of who I am as a person. I like it. Well, guys, this has been the first ever Zesties Award. If you, I'm actually just realizing that sounds like we said testies. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The first ever Zesties from Loosely Cannon. Guys, if you enjoy any of our authors, any one of them listed, go back to our episodes, check out the links to the sh- in the show notes to their works, give them the shout out and kudos. And if you're one of our authors listening, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We love all of your work, all of the effort that y'all do. It's awesome and we wouldn't have a show without y'all, so it's yeah. fantastic. And if, if if your work wasn't mentioned or it didn't win an award that you wanted it to win, I just want to let you know I don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've I mean, we are handing out awards like quote unquote awards here. But uh, unironically, I have enjoyed every single fan fiction that we have read. Yes. So don't don't get your hopes down. Well. That's been it for this week's episode. Check us back next Monday for a new episode. Remember, spread the word. We appreciate y'all spread getting em. us out there. Spread them. Tell tell everybody. Tell everybody about Lucy Cannon. Peace. And oh, wait, we're all... Yeah, <laughs> what, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Why did you say that? I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not changing ship now. <laughs> yeah. Guys, this has been Lucy Cannon, and we're going to catch you, you on, on the, the flip, flip side. side. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Please rate and share our show on whatever platform you are listening on. A big thank you to our fanfic authors for giving us their wonderful stories to share with the world. Please give kudos and support to this week's entry through our show notes. This has been Loosely Cannon, and catch you on the flip side.